0: Good morning and welcome to Montrose Fresh from the Montrose Daily Press. It's Wednesday, July 27th, and we're here to bring you a closer look at our top stories, events, and more that matter to us here in western Colorado. Today, Pam Anderson, the Republican candidate from Wheat Ridge, running to unseat Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold in the November 2022 race, said she hopes to remove politics from the office. Today's episode is brought to you by Elevate Internet. Whether it's for your home or your business, they offer the best speeds at the best price. Right now, if you refer a friend, you can get $25 off. Give them a call for more information at 844-386-8744 or visit them at ElevateInternet.com. Now, our feature story. Pam Anderson, the Republican candidate from Wheat Ridge, running to unseat Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold in the November 2022 race, said she hopes to remove politics from the office. Anderson secured the Republican Party nomination after locking in over 43 percent of the state's 623,800 GOP votes following the primary election on June 28th. Anderson beat out the controversial Mesa County Republican and County Clerk Tina Peters and Mike O'Donnell. Secretary of State Griswold won over 500,000 votes in her primary election. In Montrose and Delta counties, however, there was a wider scope of support for the Republican candidates on Election Day. Anderson secured nearly 33 percent of Montrose's vote behind Peter's and just over 30 percent of Delta's votes. With her spot in the upcoming fall election cemented, Anderson is once again touring the Western Slope and drawing on her working experience as she lays out goals for the office. Her stated goal to return professionalism to the secretary of state's office. Anderson received her bachelor's degree in history from California Lutheran University and a master's of public administration from the University of Colorado, Denver. She headed the Colorado County Clerks Association from 2015 to 2020. She worked as the Wheat Ridge City Clerk before moving on as the Jefferson County Clerk and Recorder for two terms. Anderson began a consulting business this year where she travels the country helping communities improve their election processes on local, state, and federal levels. Her focus lies in training and educating local election officials and county clerks. Anderson told the Montrose Daily Press that she's been working very closely with the Secretary of State's office for the last six secretaries, so she believes that she's been doing this for almost 20 years. She also said that she's concerned by the trend of people running for secretary of state for more political reasons. Anderson considers the SOS office as above the political fray, requiring a fair referee in the election process. While she believes the investigation surrounding Peter's controversial election denial was handled appropriately, she denounced Griswold's hyperpartisan approach during the process. She told us, I don't think offices like these should be used as stepping stones to a higher political office. I'm not interested in being a U.S. senator. This is my life's work. More than a decade ago, Carolyn Carter polled volunteers at the soup kitchen she'd helped found. What did they think about the viability of a live-in shelter for those in need? Carter told us that there was enthusiasm to see if we could do a live-in shelter. It's taken a crowd. I really believe this is a God thing. Just the right people came along at just the right time. Haven House has transformed since its founding. In addition to providing transitional housing and supportive programs to families experiencing homelessness, it has added an early childhood center, a playground, more programs, and has begun receiving large grants for an expansion that will add more transitional housing and lower rent apartment units. Now another change. Carter, Haven House's matriarch, has retired, moving to Green Valley, Arizona, where she can be closer to the help she needs at age 83. Haven House sent her off in style with what she said was the best party I've been to in my life. Carter had been the director and volunteer overseeing clinical staff since Haven House opened its doors in 2011. Larry Fredrickson had worked with Carter for years. He said one of her dreams was to have something done for the homeless operation in Montrose County. She recruited my wife and myself to follow her dream. Ultimately, that's where we're at. The dream has come true in a very real way. Haven House is located on North River Road in Olathe. It offers up to 18 months transitional housing for families and single mothers with programs and support services tailored to individual needs in order to break the habits and decisions that contributed to clients' homelessness. Fredrickson said Haven House will miss Carter and the role she played. For Carter, the best part of Haven House is the transformation she's seen in clients who succeed at the program. Simple life metrics like stable employment and stable schooling for their kids make a huge difference. As for Carter, she will miss Haven House and its resident cat, Elvis, who she found sleeping on a sofa there one day, having decided, like many human residents, it was where he belonged. Carter is pleased with her new home and her ability to keep in touch with all of her friends, although she said she wouldn't necessarily say no to a new project. You can also stay up to date on Neighbor. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.montrosepress.com. Also, if you haven't already, check out our new show, Motown Knows. You can listen at MontrosePress.com forward slash podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Next, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Lee Brown. Lee graduated from Montrose High School, class of 1974. After graduation, he served his country in the Army. He was a longtime employee of the Colorado Department of Transportation. Lee loved so many things, living the life of a farm, ranch, and expert diesel mechanic. He will be remembered for his kindness and willingness to help and take care of others. Lee is survived by his wife, Cheryl Ann, and his daughters and their families. He had seven grandchildren and one great-grandson. Lee is also survived by his sister and his mother. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate Lee's life. That's all for today, and thank you for listening. For more information on any of these stories, visit us at MontrosePress.com. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Elevate Internet. Visit them at ElevateInternet.com to learn more.